Welcome to the Frame Your Way Photography Podcast. I'm your host, Brooke Jefferson. I'm a wife, mama to two, and full-time photographer and business coach. I created this podcast with the aspiring photographer in mind to bring you inspiring stories, strategies to help you go from zero to multiple figures, and tips and tricks to help you get one step closer to work-life harmony. Are you ready to frame your way to your dream career? Let's dive in. Welcome back to another episode of the Frame Your Way Photography Podcast. Today, I am kicking off a brand new series of coaching sessions. So you're going to hear from other photographers who have sent in questions and applied to be on the show. And if you want to do the same, you can go to brookjefferson.com slash apply and apply for a coaching session. Let's kick this thing off with our first guest of our coaching calls, Karis of Karis Alexandra Photography. Karis, can you introduce yourself? Hi, um, my name is Karis. I'm a photographer from North Vancouver, uh, BC, Canada. Um, I do mostly portraiture, so I'm trying to get into family photography, that kind of thing. Um, you'll have to excuse my voice. I'm, I've lost it a bit today, but... Um, so I'm based out of North Van, and I've been doing this, I've liked photography for most of my life, um, but probably in the last four or five months or so, I've been trying to make it a business, so relatively new. Awesome. Well, I'm so excited that you applied to be on a on-air coaching session, and let's just get right to it. So if you want to go ahead and ask me your first question. Sure. Um, I've been wondering, how do I know if I'm priced correctly? So this question I get asked all the time. And I asked myself this question for the first couple of years I was in photography. And mm -hmm. there's different factors that go into it. So the first thing I would say is, how does your price make you feel? Okay. Yeah. yeah. So that's the first thing because one thing is when I first started and I was the $50 photographer, I just priced myself that out of fear, out of not feeling worthy, out of literally just to pocket something. And I still felt guilty for asking for anything. Right. And I know we're, we're all there. We all go through that stage. So it's really important to ask yourself, how does it make you feel? Because if you don't walk away from your session, feeling confident in the least bit or feeling proud of yourself for doing it, if it's making you feel like, wow, I just did a lot of work for nothing, then it's mm -hmm. too low. That, that's the best indicator for me to tell you that. Another thing is a lot of people think that if people are telling you no, it means that you're mm -hmm. priced wrong. When in reality, a lot of times what's actually wrong is you're not, they're not seeing the value. Okay. So I think for a lot of people, they want to know, like, what are they getting in return for their investment? So you want to be very clear. And I, that's why when I give people my pricing, I give it to them in a guide, at least a one pager that also mm -hmm. gives them a little introduction into who I am, what they can expect from their session and understand that I'm not just somebody that possesses skills and a camera. Like there's more to the story. So I think the two main factors of pricing yourself is how does it make you feel? Because if you're priced too low, you're not feeling confident about it. 
people um, also if it's if it's too easy to get clients because you're gonna reach a point where everybody's like oh that's a no-brainer heck yeah you're probably too okay. late yes so okay. just know that people telling you no doesn't mean that you're priced too high there there's just a miscommunication in the value that they're receiving does that make sense yep that makes sense okay awesome yeah I think I'm kind of feeling at that point then because I was feeling worried about my prices and the more sessions that I do I'm starting to feel like okay this is a lot of work for what you end up getting out of it so I guess it might be time to raise them in the new year maybe <laughs> yes I would highly encourage you to do that um I was teaching the 2020 calendar training and this is one of the questions that came up and I yeah, okay well this is one of the yeah. things that I was really trying to encourage people to do was if you're going to change your prices I would do it as close to the new year as possible because people expect that um and I would also say if you've done enough sessions to where you are getting clients or people are at least loving what you're giving them, it's probably time to raise your prices. So I'm going to encourage you to definitely raise your prices and give it a number that is both exciting and a little scary for you. Because if it's not a little scary, you're not probably charging enough. You know what I mean? Um, so let's, we'll leave it at that. But yes, I hope that answered your question. <laughs> yeah. Um, sticking with pricing, should my pricing be on my website or should that be something they have to contact me for? Okay. So this is probably one of the most controversial questions out there. I really mm -hmm. think it's going to depend on number one, the type of photography you're doing. Um, you said family right. photography, but let me give a good example of someone who might want to put it on their website. I actually appreciate photographers that give a starting rate. Okay. So that way you can knock it out of the park and already let your people know to qualify your leads. Okay. Now I'm also on the other side of this though, because I don't list mine on my website at all. And the reason why is because I don't want them to price shop me. I want them to get to know me, to have to reach out and connect with me. And even if that takes a couple extra emails, I think it's totally worth it because I want them to know what they are investing in. And another thing, and this is not from a scarcity mindset, but more like you just have to be aware that other people, other photographers are looking at your stuff. You don't want to give it all away, right? You want to give surprises to your clients. And so I don't put everything out there on my website. And that's mainly just because, like I said, I want to set myself apart. I really want to give that hospitality feel because I live in the South. And so that's just what we're known for. And yeah. so I'm not really going to give you a yes or no, but I will tell you, do what you want to do. And if you are the type of person you don't want to spend the extra steps or the extra time qualifying your leads, go ahead and throw mm -hmm. up your pricing on your website. But if you're the type where you truly believe in making that connection, getting to know people, that kind of thing, then I would not put it on your website. Okay. Yeah. I, that makes sense to me. I feel like I would rather send a few extra emails probably in that case. I do too. And, um, one golden tip that I have for you, and I have not told people this before, 
you really want to hone in on the people that just because they tell you no, what they really mean is not right now. They might mean next year, three months from now, right. five years from now, because, and I've seen this, like I've been in business almost six years and the people who could not afford me even back at $50, they, yeah. grow, they grow up too and they make money and, you know, and so then they come back to me and they see the investment and they saw that I was in it for the long haul. And sometimes that's all right. it takes is that extra nurturing. So what I do is I don't just say, thank you so much for reaching out. Have a great day. I say, Hey, can I add you to my email list so that when I send out future sessions, you might want to get a hold of one. And they say yes, every single time. So that's how you keep the lead in your back pocket. Okay. That's my, I'm actually pretty shocked. I said that on air for free, but that is something I do. So. <laughs> okay. Perfect. Yeah. I will definitely keep that in mind. Compiling an email list is something I'm hoping to do when I launch my website. So that will be on the list for sure. I love that. Um, another question. Absolutely. Okay. Um, how long did it take you to feel like you had a footing in photography? Like had clients coming in that were invested in you and interested, not just like trying to get a quick photo session. Right. Okay. So I will tell you, even in my business today, there are people who reach out to me who literally want a quick session and they want the cheapest of the cheapest. Okay. And like I said, because I don't put my pricing all up on my website, I do send a pricing guide and I also send a pricing guide out once a year. And I just tell people, if you want to see the 2020 um, pricing, then you can go sign up below and you'll get it sent to your email inbox just to let people know. Some people are curious. So you're always going to have people who really don't care about the bigger picture. They don't care about the connections. That's just the truth. People want somebody who's good at photography. However, I would say my honest answer would be two years into my business. And here's why it's a mindset thing. First of all, for us. Okay. So people are always watching you and you are always thinking I'm not as good as she is insert name yeah. here. Okay. Like that is, that is the most real thing I can possibly say. People who we look up to are saying the exact same thing. Oh, I'm never going to be as good as so-and-so. Right. So it's a right. mindset thing, number one, of are people coming to me just because of my price or are people coming to me because they see the value and the vision? And I would say in the very beginning, um, I, I would like to tell you from day one, people have really invested in me and I truly do feel that way. I feel that because of how genuine I've always been and how I am for the people, um, I have made some of my best friends from the, from clients. I consider my clients family and I've done that from day one, even when I didn't think my photography was very good. So I would say the more you focus in investing in your clients and in who they are and their family and follow them on Facebook and Instagram and be friends with them, I think yeah. a lot's going to be said for that. And so, like I said, you're always going to have people run to you who just want a session for a quick buck. That doesn't have to be you. You don't have to say yes. I have clients, I am fully confident. I have clients today who have followed me since I was a $50 photographer mm -hmm. who have come with me and they continue to pay me as I increase. And I truly think that's because we're invested with each other. Like we have done business together, but we've right. made it 
even more about personal connections. So honestly, looking back, I would say people stopped looking at my pricing probably a solid two years into my business. And so that's probably okay. not what some of you want to hear, right? But that's the truth. And it's because, like I said, people are always watching you and they will watch you to make sure you're not just doing this gig for six months and you're going to fall out. You know what I mean? Like trust takes time. And I, I always encourage people, how many times did it take for you to invest in something or someone else? Mm -hmm. Like you probably didn't do it on the first offer they gave you, right? You've been following them or there's something about another photographer that you love and you're invested in their story. And so yeah. anyway, so long story short, uh, it's just the more you invest in people, people will stop price shopping you and want you to photograph them. Right. And I, that kind of actually probably leads into my next question, which okay. is about Instagram, because okay. I am not totally a social media person. Like I've been really putting in effort and putting up photos and images and things like that. But I find it really hard to remember and to do stories and things like that to really have like a presence on social media. Um, and I find that sometimes just posting images isn't the same as the people who are constantly on their stories showing their faces and all of that kind of thing, which makes me quite nervous. Um, do you have any suggestions for social media? Because I think that's part of probably building that authentic client base that's interested in you, not just your prices. Yeah, for sure. So um, I will scratch the surface with this question because we are diving in deep inside of my membership on this exact thing. And I mean, this is probably going to be the best thing we've ever talked about, um, <laughs> but it's just because it's such a big topic. And I'm going to tell you right now, um, there is no one size fits all. There's no formula. There's no correct timing to post. None of that. What it comes down to is, first of all, is social media pushing your business forward or is it just another task on your to-do list? And that's a hard question. That's a very hard question because when I teach marketing, we think of outside the box ideas. It's not just when I say marketing, I am not just talking about social media. That is not how um, you're going to get a solid client base all the time. Like it's not, that's how you're going to continue your relationship, but there's other places to get your clients. So the first thing that I encourage everybody to do is ask yourself, do I actually enjoy social media? And if I do, which platform is it? Cause we cannot do it all. And I'm going to tell you all that right now. I hated Instagram for the longest time. It was not my thing. It was not my first choice platform. And I was not booking sessions off Instagram. I would say today, six years in, I've booked maybe a handful of clients off of Instagram. That's it. Okay. Facebook is my pride and joy. That is where I connect with people. And I just think it's because I've been with Facebook since the beginning of time. <laughs> I mean, so right. for me, I would say, what's working for you? Where are your clients coming from? If it's not social media, don't put so much pressure on yourself. But I do think we all should have a social media presence somewhere. So pick one platform, dedicate time to it. And I, I mean, I do, I think it's important that you do show up. But I think um, if you could make time, right? One Instagram story is 15 seconds. We all have 15 seconds in our day where we can show our face or post something. And so I would really recommend you finding the time and making the time if Instagram is your platform. And if it's not, then focus solely on Facebook. And like I said, 
we're going to do a super deep dive into all of this in the membership site. So that's always an option, not trying to pitch you, but it's literally that training alone is worth thousands of dollars because that's what it will bring into your business. So yeah, I can imagine. Yeah. (laughs) Okay. Um, I do think that Instagram is probably the one that I use the most. Like I find Facebook kind of confusing. I was trying to set up a Facebook page and I just like kind of got lost in it. Um, I do post my Instagram photos to my Facebook page, but I haven't really done much to get it out there or anything. So, but I think you're right. So it's kind of like it just being consistent on Instagram, like posting daily kind of thing. Honestly, yes. Um, and that, and it truly is consistency is a secret sauce to success. So if you want people to invest in you, they want to invest in people that they are for sure, like they get to know you. And the more you show up, the more they're like, okay, I feel good about investing in this person because if they're willing to show up they're you're creating that trust. They're hearing your voice. They're seeing your face. They're really starting to follow you. And eventually people do talk back. I mean, that's probably the most frustrating thing is when you first start, you're like, why am I doing this? And to be honest, when I first started this podcast, I always go back to this example because that's what this is. Like I started with a hope that this podcast would reach photographers, give you guys a resource but make you fall in love with it because I invest so much time. And like I said, it's free. I don't get paid for this gig. And I watched it grow from 10 listeners the very first week I launched it to the hundreds and almost thousands we have now, like blows my mind. It's been so cool to see that happen. And that's the same thing with Instagram. So my best thing to tell you is keep showing up for that one, that one person And as you do that, you'll create trust and more and more people will start connecting with you. Um, And there's so many ways to get clients on Instagram. And I wish, I wish I could just tell you it all now, Um, but it is, there is a strategic way to get clients um, through Instagram, but I would start with consistency and just solely make Instagram your focus for this next month. That's what I would encourage you to do. Okay. Sounds good. I will do that. I'll let you know how it goes. Yes, please do. Okay. Do you have any other questions? Um, my last question was, I, so I did mini sessions for like winter mini sessions and I found that I had way more people reaching out for those because it was a promotion. Um, do you think that I should always, when I'm new, have a promotion on that people would be reaching out for, or should it sometimes be that I'm just kind of like waiting between, um, and having, seeing if people will reach out for my regular prices? Okay. So, um, are you saying that should you always have some type of limited quantity deal like a mini session every month? Okay. Okay. I'm with you. So what I tell people to do is you don't want to become the bath and body works person (laughs) to, and if y'all don't know the analogy, they always have sales. So if you, if you don't shop there, they have sales all the time. And so people will never buy anything full price because they know it's going to be on sale the next week. That's how Hobby Lobby is too. You know what I'm saying? Something is always on sale. So I think that you should definitely have promotions if you will. Like if I would say probably once a quarter. So every three months, have something big that you're going to promote. 
uh, but don't have them so often that people just sit and wait for them. And then, like I said, I would really limit the amount. So if you're going to do mini sessions, maybe do them two days total with like 10, uh, 10 spots, maybe five and five or 10 each day or whatever you want to do, whatever works for you mm -hmm. and make them to where it's like first come first serve. And then when people don't get that, then they can reach out for a full session. So for me, I rarely offer mini sessions, maybe like twice a year, maybe three times. So everyone that comes to me, they're reaching out for pictures. And as you go on in your business, people will be reaching out to you all the time simply for your full session. They're not looking for promotions. So I would say be, um, do, do it rarely. Do it rarely, enough to where there is so much cushion in between that you're able to book your full sessions. And the main idea of a mini session, other than the fact that it's convenient, and especially winter ones, because people use them for Christmas cards and holiday cards and all that stuff, I, the, the main reason that people are um, using mini sessions is because you're trying to get new clients in who will come back and do a full session with you later. So. Right. One thing that I do, um, and I did it for all my Christmas mini sessions is the entire time, as soon as we were done, I was like, okay, it was short and sweet to the point. Husbands are happy. Dads are glowing because they couldn't believe I did it in like 15 yeah. minutes or less. And then I always tell them when the weather warms up, we'll have to do this again. It'd be so much fun. I'm thinking of a couple different locations. Mom and dad always say absolutely like we're coming back to you. So start pitching it in person. Like that's, yeah. that's what you're supposed to do. Let people know, Hey, I'm in business for the long haul. Here's what's coming. You should definitely think about it. Hop on my email list or um, get inside my client group or something like that. So does that answer your question? <laughs> yes, that's perfect. That's awesome. That's exactly what I was looking for. Perfect. Wow. I feel like there were so many gold nuggets in <laughs> your on-air coaching session. I'm blown away. I bet this helped so many people. Um, please keep me updated on how everything goes and we might have to bring you back in like six months and hear how things have, have gone for you. I would love that. Awesome. Well, thank you so much for chatting with us today and letting us air your on-air coaching call. Of course, anytime. Spring will be here before we know it and I want to set you up for success when it comes to booking clients. The number one thing I hear all the time is, I need more clients. I want you to come hang out with me inside of a Facebook group as I walk you through how to book out your calendars and get more clients on your books. This five-day free training series is going to take place beginning February 3rd, but before that kicks off, we're going to be hanging out, discussing our businesses and life together leading up to the series. You can join us by clicking the link in the show notes or by typing in booked out photographers on Facebook and searching under groups. Hope to see you inside.